cheese. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We are two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. Each week, we pick a movie and we rate it according to the Archie Q. De Niro scoring system. Yes. Which we have invented. Which is a very scientific way of looking at movies. Yeah. It's a very unique way of looking at movies. Yes. So be prepared for that as we go through the steps. How are you, Brett? I am goodly. I'm feeling genetically inferior today. How are you? Well, can I say one thing about genetic... In- I'll save it. We are watching... We have watched Gattaca. Yeah. Uh, and it is a movie about genetics. Loosely, yes. And you've done a little bit of a science degree. I have. So this is your area of expertise. Great. All right. I didn't feel smart watching it. I'll tell you that. Anyway, we start the Archie Q. De Niro score with A for alcohol. And because we are two drink cinema, we have a drink for each movie that we've watched. They they do drink a martini when they go on their date, Uma and Ethan. Mm. But martinis are boring. Well, yeah, it's like I'm not making a martini for a movie. That's a don't Unless, thing. like, yeah, when we do another James Bond. It's not Bond. iconically martini-ish. And by the sounds of things, word. all up until he meets Ethan Hawke, all Jude Law consumes is vodka, but we didn't yeah. want to do that straight. Well, no. Particularly after did... last week, yes. which was just alcohol in a glass on my cocktail. Yeah. What so, you've done instead is this. Yeah, so I found a cocktail and then I changed it up a bit because it didn't have vodka in it. Right? Had gin in it. But I'm like, no, he drinks vodka a lot, yeah. so I'm going to put vodka in it. To quote Ethan, this, there's more there's vodka, more vodka in, this in this piss than piss. piss. So what have you come up with? So I'm calling it a Gattaca. Yeah. Because um, that's the name of the movie. And it's got vodka, apricot liqueur, lemon juice, and orange juice. What you could have done is come up, is made a cocktail out of a G, an A, a C, and a T. Because then we could have had coconut vodka, in there. A, G, a gin... Well, then it could have been gin, gin apricot liqueur, absinthe. Cointreau, and what's the other one? C. Gin, no, that was C. Absinthe, tea. coconut liqueur, and tequila. It's disgusting. And it would have ruined the quality <laughs> of this podcast. Instead, anyway, we've got the Gattaca, which has this nice. stuff. If you're on the YouTube, you'll see the uh, quantities come up it's on the screen. Yellow. Otherwise, find us at Two Drink Cinema on the socials to get the quantities. Cheers. Mm, cheers. Definitely got Ooh. orange in it. It that's the orange is quite overpowering the lemon. It's nice. It doesn't taste alcoholic. No, it's great. Dangerous. Might have two of these. Two drinks in a Oh, that's a solid like three and a half. Oh yes, yeah, so we're scoring it. I've got a shit laptop. Can you score? Yep. Sorry, I'll cover the brand. <laughs> it's old. It's not even old. Okay, well, I'm trying not it's to cheap. offend the brand. If any laptop companies out there want to sponsor us with better laptops... So how are we rating it. this? What'll happen is Acer will get in touch with me. Yeah. <laughs> to sue me. I'm rating that a... I'm rating that a four and a half out of five. All right, let's compromise on a four. Oh, no, we don't have to. Yeah, we do, because one is for the... Cocktail one is for the movies, alcoholicness. Ah, right. So well, let's f- compromise on a four. Yeah, the first score is we score the cocktail and, and the how alcoholic the movie alcoholicness is. of the movie, which is a very important part of movie making. Um, but I'm only scoring it lower because it doesn't taste alcoholic. 
which is probably like not a bad thing. But if I'm having a cocktail, I need alcohol. I is that a juice of an orange or orange juice? It's the juice of an orange and the juice of a lemon. See, I would give it a five. I think if it had orange juice instead of the juice of an orange, because okay. the juice of the orange is quite tart. Mm-hmm. So if it was orange juice, it would be a little sweeter rather than tartar. Right. And then it would be a sessionable cocktail, which is not good for the wallet. Well, it wasn't meant to have orange juice in it at all. Oh, okay. So that was one of my twists, twist. as well as my orange twist. As well as the twist. helix. Yeah. Like his staircase. Yeah, or like the the structure of DNA. Oh, oh, which is go. staircase references. Um. Now, All right. the alcoholicness the of the movie is well, Jude Law. Jude Law, but... The real Jerome. Yes. Will he, the real Jerome Moreau please stand up? No. No, he can't. He can't. <laughs> he, I didn't even set that up. <laughs> he's an alcoholic. Mm. As I said, there's more vodka in this piss than piss. and But he doesn't drink when he needs to piss. But he is always dehydrated. If I was it's a very doctor, yellow piss. which I'm not, that piss is always so yellow, yeah. I would be like, Jude, have a water. Yeah. Jude, have a water. Or, well, because if it's a bag of white liquid. Clear liquid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Clear liquid. Um, that's not good TV. Yeah, but it doesn't have uh, to be movies. like this color. It doesn't have to be Red Bull. It can be like a diluted lemon well, cordial. It can just be not clear. Could be solo colour. No, that's not a healthy colour of pee either. No. Anyway, have a drink of water, Jude. In between vodkas, he is just put some water in your vodka. He drinks it's a balance of life. He drinks a lot before he meets Ethan. Then he gets off it for a bit, but at any opportunity, is like we need to get drunk. Is that why flushing to the end, he like burns so well because he's just full of alcohol. <laughs> I don't know if we needed to see the fire. I don't think we needed that ending. I don't think we needed yeah. a lot of this movie, but anyway. I don't think his character was developed enough for us to, to need to see him suicide at the end. No. I didn't know if I wanted to say the word. Um, but it happened in the movie. So the alcoholicness of the movie, though, I, I kind of want to give it a three. Then, you know, when they're at dinner and they go on a date, they have more drinks. But only like a couple. Yeah. There is character-based drinking. Jude Law is character-based drinking. There is character-based drinking and situational-based drinking. That's not a word. All right. I'm going to give it a... I reckon it's a three out of Yeah, five. I was going to say that too. Okay. So all up, we're a seven out of ten for the alcoholiness of the movie and the cocktail we have created. Okay. That's our highest. It's pretty good. The R of Archie is for representation. Low. Basically zero, except a doctor. A doctor and a guy that is near the detective. Yeah, it doesn't say a word. No. The the doctor that goes, oh, so you've chosen your kid to be white. (laughs) Not judging. Uh, Yeah. Like, awkward. So you've chosen this movie to be white. (laughs) I want want it to be genetically superior, so we'll make it white. Uh, Yeah. Which was a lot of that. But also... It was a bit weird. But also, like... Would you choose hazel eyes? Yeah, I would. You would. <laughs> but also, like, athletically superior? Not white. No. No. <laughs> Unless you're swimming. No. Well, yeah. Which he does. Yeah. <laughs> but he's also he is. not that good at it. <clears throat> That's true. He's not as good as his inferior brother. Sufi- superior brother. No, the superior brother loses to the inferior brother. That's true. Because he doesn't care if he dies. Um, In that opening scene, Ethan Hawke in the shower does not look inferior. (laughs) God. All right. Well, as the doctor would say, he has an impressive equipment. Yeah. Which might fall under the horniness of the movie rather than the <laughs> representation. I understand that we needed to make the point of, at the end, he's like, right-handed guys don't hold it in their left hand. Yeah, but did you need to be like, nice dick? Is he saying that to everyone that comes in? Well, unless they don't have a nice dick. Is he saying, your dick could have done better? 
It's also bullying. It's harassment in the workplace, is it? Sexual harassment. It's complimentary, but it is sexual harassment. It's, it's, it's not still, warranted. No, it's not warranted. Or wanted. Um, or... We're skipping ahead to horniness. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the representation is crap. Basically, a lot of these uh, genetically superior people that work at Gattaca are white. Are white. Yeah. Which isn't a great It's not message. a great comment. So I'm going to give it a two point, uh, 0.25. Because well, yeah. there is a black character. But he, in one scene, he doesn't really do anything. And 0.25 is the lowest we can give it, really. Without a zero. Without a zero. But it's not a zero because, oh, there's no gender diversity. There's no sexuality diversity. No. There's no. I'm giving it a zero. Yeah. Sorry, Ethan and Uma. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, you didn't. Uh, uh, I didn't see The C is for crying because Lee loves a cry. Archie, I didn't cry. Uh, I did cry a lot, though, in the other movie we watched for Rainbow Popcorn, yeah. uh, which I'll talk about in that one. So that's our Stay tuned. Stay tuned. At people. Rainbow Popcorn Pod. So go and follow that for when they come out. Um, it's not a crying movie. It's not. I, I couldn't imagine anybody crying watching this movie. It is a happy movie when he finally gets to go to space. Even though he's yeah. probably going to die on the way there. Because he doesn't have the heart for it. Well, also because he's overdue already. I thought he was going to die when he was swimming. In the intimate moment. Because he's like, it's 10,000 beats overdue already. That's like a day. Wait, I don't do maths. I don't know. It beats one time a second? An Wait, average, like... 60 a, beats a minute? Well, let's say that's a very good... He's very fit. Let's say 70 beats a minute. Let's say 60 beats a minute for the ease of maths. Well, because yeah, in the sex scene, he would have had his heart rate would have gone up. Yeah, and his heart rate was very up when it was on the... Especially if the sex scene is shot upside down, that would increase your heart rate. With upside down? It was for a bit. I don't know why. Oh. It looked like it. Uma's a bit kinky. Well, no, it was just the way it was shot, I think. Anyway. So 60 times a minute. Am I actually working this out? It's 360. 60... 360 minutes in a day, is it? No. Okay, so 60 beats a minute times 60 minutes in an hour is 3,600. So it's four hours overdue. 12, 43,000. You said it's only 10,000 beats overdue. That's, that's two hours. Yeah, it's two hours. Yeah. It's that's, a bit weird. That's uh, not researched well enough. The dialogue wasn't great in this movie. I like Uma Thurman. She's boring as fuck in this movie. Well, she's not the only one. <clears throat> yes, the movie's generally boring. I didn't cry anyway. Cries a zero. I might have cried happiness, but I actually wasn't that happy for him. No, because he's a, kind of a dick. I didn't care that much. The way he looks at these boss at the very first scene. Yeah, it's like creepy like this. It's like, I'm up to something and I'm going to kill you. But he kills, doesn't kill the you other You get that on camera? Yeah. He always looks up through his eyelids. He's not a... Okay. He's not a great actor. No, Ethan Hawke is not a great actor. I like her, but Uma Thurman has moments where she's not a great actress in some movies. I think everybody in this movie has a great has a moment where they're not a good actor. Ernst Borgnine, great. Every scene is great. Three scenes. That's true. Does he know? Well, would you not recognise... The, re- the janitor that oh, no. took off his glasses. It's the it? Clark Kent effect. Right, okay. And... Although he did change his eye colour and his hair a bit. You only really saw that his eyes were really blue when he's on the plane, though. Yeah, I don't when know. When he leaves at the end. All right, cry zero. Horny is the H in Archie. The detective is horny for Uma. And so is Ethan. More clearly horny so for Uma than Ethan. Jude in a bit. He goes, oh, give me a kiss. I just met you. Yeah. Mm. Bit weird. But they have to pretend that they didn't just meet. That's true. But the kiss was unnecessary. Yeah. Ethan and Uma are horny for each other. And clearly Uma didn't find Ethan genetically inferior because... They made a genetic yeah. result of horniness. Well, after the sex scene... Oh, in real life. In real life. Oh, right. By a hawk from Stranger Things. Yes. Which, 
I think she could have been conceived on the press tour for this Ooh. movie. She does this, that add to the, or the sex scene in the movie? Was that real? It could have been. Could have been the sex. Oh. The conception of Maya Hawke could be immortalized in cinema because this movie premiered in October of 1997. Yeah. She was born in July of 1998. That is nine months oh, after nine the months. premiere of the film. She's an after-party baby. Ooh. Well, they were like, wow, we're bombing the, at the box office. Yeah. Let's have a baby. Let's have a baby. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so they got together on this movie, Uma and Ethan. Yeah. And didn't waste any time having a kid. No. Nah. All right. And Maya Hawke's good, so maybe Ethan's not genetically inferior. She 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 looks more like him or her. She looks like both of them. Yeah, okay. Right. But she speaks like her. Yeah, okay. Because she's a better actress huh. than her dad. Um, the doctor. I I don't know if the doctor is horny for Jerome when commenting, like we mentioned, commenting on his equipment. Yeah. I don't, is that horniness or is that just... Creepy... Creepy male respect? I don't know. <laughs> Mad respect. Nice penis, man. That's yeah. what it is, is it? Maybe. I've never said that to a person before. No. Nice is, penis, man. Is it... And then the son. The doctor knows he's not him from the start. Yes. Because he keeps trying to tell him about his My son. My son is like Who doesn't you. have as nice a penis as him. No. Um... But which is a weird ending, actually. That he just lets him go. No, I like that bit. But do we but need that only... extra story of the son? But that's why he lets him go. He has to have a reason to let him go. Rather than just being a shit doctor. Rather than just, just being, oh, whatever, I think you're great, you can go. Right. So it's a little bit of like... That's a rule in storytelling. That a character has to have a motivation. Yes. But they've just put a motivation in. Yeah. The motivation could have been, I think this geneticism, or what do they call it, the, the genoism, yeah. is shit, go. The doctor would be like, I don't agree with it, he's clearly good, and I don't care that he's genetically already yeah. inferior. But his reason is, my son's dick isn't as nice as it could be, I'm going to let him go to space. I don't think it's all about the dick. It sounds like it. But also, no, I've never said that before either. Well done to... <laughs> done to Ethan Hawke for being genetically inferior but still having a nice dick. Yeah, so the parents just... That was just... Natural. Nat, what did they... God-born. Faith-based? Faith-born? Faith-born? Something like that. Love-born. Mm. Now it sounds like... God-born sounds like something from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Daenerys love-born. God-born. Uh, Ethan so, God-born oh, of the family mm. genoism. Horniness, I think it's a two for me. Two and a half. Two and a half. Because the detective is very clearly into Uma, so obviously that's a family trait. Yep. Because the detective, spoiler, is his brother. Yep. But I didn't think at the start that Uma was horny for Ethan. I thought she was just sus on him, and that's why she took the hair. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. Like, it was a bit... I thought that she knew he was... Yeah. Take, like, you know... Maybe, I think you're meant to. You're not meant to think she's horny. You're meant to think, oh, what she's up to here. But she wants to get his profile to work out whether he's worth making Maya with. Yes. Obviously, he is. Even yeah. though he's not. So that's how, you, that's how she was choosing a mate. Maya's got genetics. A, sh but they still mate, even though they've both got shit hearts. Mm. So sorry, Maya. And it's like, in the sex scene... After the sex scene. Yeah, which he's may like, or may not be on the beach. He's like, oh, shit, there's there's a hair on the pillow. I'm like, oh, was there skin in the bed? I'm yeah. Like, there is other, other genetic material that I yeah. would be worried about. Let's that not I've worry about the one hair on the bed, mate. There and are. Then, and then they have a daughter. There you go. Outside the movie. It's not Gattaca 2, the birth of Maya Hawk. <laughs> Who knows? They could do that. Mm. Now that she's older, like Quentin Tarantino Kill Bill style. Oh, yeah. So Maya Hawke's going to be in the new one. Well, Quentin has said if he makes a Kill Bill 3, he'd like Maya Hawke to be in it. Yeah. 
But the main idea is that that little girl, <clears throat> Vivica Fox's on-screen daughter, yep. is older. Right. Anyway, anyway, it's not a Kill Bill. Patreon.com forward slash Two Drink Cinema for our Kill Bill episode. Yes. Three, I'm giving it. Three, not a two and a half. Two and a half. Okay, two and a half. Yes. All right. This isn't going great with a couple of zeros in there. Anywho, the I in Archie. I'm going to start calling people invalids. For your insult. Yeah. Um, I is for insulting Archie. Yeah. Um, uh, The whole movie is just like an insult to... Jeans. People... I'm probably an invalid. Invalid. I I have to I wear glasses. Myopia. Balding. Balding also. Red hair's probably in there. But some got, people aren't going to choose that. I've got dodgy knees. Yeah, I probably have a shit heart now too. <laughs> um, the class comment is not hidden at all. Yeah, I'm just an invalid in a valid world or something. Yeah. And it's just like, we hate invalids. Just at every point. The dad is a dick. Yeah. The only way you'll ever see the inside of a spaceship is if you're cleaning it. But also... Brutal. When Ethan Hawke is born, they're like, oh, we love him. We don't care that he's not perfect. But But then then as soon as they're like, let's have a second kid. Oh, he's got to be perfect. Yeah. That whole flashback... Too long. Oh, way too long. Too long. But also, did you really have to explain? Because it almost like... So at the start, you know, you see Ethan getting his blood in his finger thing and getting a bag of piss and strapping it to his leg. Yeah. And then later on in the flashback thing, they explain that. Yeah. No, you don't need to. Like, we've already seen... Before that flashback bit, we've seen him put the blood in, then go into the work. Yeah. With that. Yep. Then... Do give a urine sample. So you seem that's why he's doing it. How and then does... you go, I'm not really Jerome. You go, oh, well, that's well, why yeah. he's doing it. Yeah. I don't need to explain that they test and this and they test that. And then we do that, that again. Yeah. How does the creepy doctor watches him we? Yeah. Right? I don't want to talk too much about Dick on this podcast today. Mm. How does the bag of we get actually into his dick to come out it doesn't it's like there's a tube you see when he's testing the way there's a tube that comes yeah. out of the bag so he puts it in his but thing the creepy and creepy doctor his... that likes his penis is watching him yeah how does he not see a tube or does that tube connect to the balls it connects and somehow is there and he that's a know, deleted he, scene <laughs> he puts it he puts his finger there and that's you a can't deleted see the scene tube. where they just add a connector to the under of his willy yeah okay yeah it's too much dick. The talk. under of his willy. Um, <laughs> uh, the insults are there, but it's not that insult. No. Quotey movie. Invalid and degenerate. Not I'm degenerate. Not degenerate. And invalid and degenerate. Maybe I'll give it a one and a half. I'm going to give it a one. Because right. I still think the insults are the catchy, quotable insults we want to talk about. Yeah. I also think that as a movie, it's quite insulting. To genetically inferior people mm. or to cinema. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not right. that bad. Enclosure rounds off the Archie part, and enclosure refers to house because we've decided in American cinema there's only three options. Yep. Trailer, apartment, or huge house. Yes, that's correct. This is huge house Jerome has. Yeah, he has a two-story house for somebody that can't walk. So well. You've got to have the double helix staircase in there. Or also, how does he afford it? He's a silver medalist. Of But for, well, how's he making money now? He made lots of money. But he's not going out there and doing like motivational speeches. It was only a year. So yeah, I think okay. he made his money and then was a year and then Ethan starts paying the rent. That makes sense. Yeah. Because he gets the job at Gattaca that he's yeah. obviously high paying because he's white. Yeah, and he's the top, the most elite. Even though he sits in the middle. Yeah, with a very loud keyboard. The sound in this was weird. It was very, like, echoey and loud. Like, the typing, any time Uma Thurman walked. I think it's meant to be impersonal. 
Yeah. And that's I why it's cavernous like... and echoey. Cavernous? Yeah. Mm. It's a three. It's a three. It's a big enclosure. house. And Saturn, the Titan, the moon of Saturn, is quite large as well. That's also. And the offices of Gattaca is very large. Even though that's not where they live. No. Alrighty, All right. So Archie's middle initial is Q. Archie Q. De Niro. We don't know what his middle name is. No. Um, quotability. It's, yeah, Q for quotability. Which has become a little bit twofold. It was originally how quotable this movie is in real life, which is why Goldmember got a high score. Yes. Because we say, oh. Toit like a toiger. A pipe and a pancake. Smoke and a bagel. <laughs> and, oh, that is weird. Yes. And Casey and the sunshine bird. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that proves the point of quotability. Yeah. Uh, but Brett's now decided to just say if there's good quotes in the movie. Have I? Well, I've never heard you in real life say there is no gene for fate. No, it's just it's a it's a nice thing. I wrote it down. I'm okay. not saying it affects. It's hard to find a Wednesday wisdom. Speaking of quotables, mm, that's true. Um, it's not quotable. the The dialogue's quite bad, especially the voice the voiceover bit flashback at the start. It's like they were trying too hard to be smart. Yeah, and then it came off corny, and I don't know if that's because of what they wrote or just because Ethan Hawke did it badly, or bit of um, Roger Ebert loved it. Roger, well, there you go. Don't think I agree with Roger Ebert on a lot of things. What did we do last week? Juno. He gave four stars out of four. Juno. Mm. Um, critical response. It has an eighty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes with an average rating of seven point one. Roger Ebert mm. said, this is one of the smartest and most provocative of science fiction films, a thriller with ideas. James Berardinelli no. praised it for energy and tautness. Energy? Taut like a tiger. And it's thought-provoking script and thematic richness. I wouldn't say it's energy energetic. Although, <clears throat> although critically acclaimed, Gattaca was not a box office success. Nope. But it is said to have crystallised the debate over the controversial topic of human genetic engineering, which we'll get to later. So quotability, there's not really that much good quotes in it. That wasn't good English. No. And, I, yeah, so I, is it zero. a zero? Zero. I think we need to start choosing quote more quotable movies. We're both doing a zero. Mm. Wow, not doing well so far. Um I'm surprised no one that follows us on the socials has picked us up on how harsh we are on some movies. But also, like we're not we're choosing done... movies thinking that they'll get a good Archie Q De Niro score. No, but I just expect one day someone who hasn't listened to the episode to see us put the scores on Insta and go, oh my God, how could you give Juno a 50 out of 100? Yeah. <laughs> and how could you give probably this a 30 out of 100? <laughs> yes. That's... By the looks of the way we're going. Heading that way. Uh, Coke or Pepsi, neither, because in the dis not too distant future, it doesn't seem to have soft drink. Yeah, that was weird. They drink, they have all the alcohols, but no Coke or Pepsi, which is the D of De Niro, because it's very important to Brett and I whether there's Coke or Pepsi in the movie. Yes. This has neither. I didn't notice either, yeah. So it's a zero. Yeah, the E is for endurance and how well um, the movie stands up 25 years later. I think visually it stands up. Yeah. Dialogically, there's still movies that are boring. Yeah. So that stands up. Yeah, it's still They still make boring movies. Yep. Um... And they smoke at dinner. That doesn't that doesn't stand up. No, that was an uh, ill-conceived prediction of the future. There's still a lot of debate around genetic engineering, yes. not just with carrots, but with children no. as well. Yeah, um, we're not at the point where we can choose someone's penis. No, we're not. Our or if they have penis, one, that's a terrible sentence. Um, but. We can pick up a lot more of the genetics and of the potential defects 
which is a word I'm using like this because that's yeah. how they'd use it in the movie. And by this, for people listening in quotation In quotation marks. Yeah. Defects. <laughs> yeah. Of, chi- of children in utero. Mm. Um, it's So that storyline could still be made. If you're making a movie today in the not-too-distant future, you could still do the same story. Yeah, because we're not at the point where we can choose it, although people have said that we are. But also with the science of it all, if there's enough science that you can perfectly design a baby... We'd all be perfect. Could you not design... Could you not also have the science to fix someone's legs? Mm, That's a good point. Maybe they've done gene picking when an egg and a sperm go, but not gene therapy to the point of regrowing. No, but it's not the same as in, like, regrowing someone's spine or however he fucked his legs. Yeah. It's the same medical, the same level of medical science to be able to perform a procedure to fix his legs. Maybe they just focused on the gene part of it because they were like, if we get this right, everyone will be perfect and we won't need other medicine. Maybe. And but so then, then accidents, so accidents don't happen. And so then if you were thinking you'd go into spinal regenerative surgery mm. as an elective, you go, well, there's not going to be an industry around this. I'm going to study genes instead. Yeah, right. Yeah? But it could it could be done. That's my problem. I also think that if our no- their knowledge, our knowledge in the not-too-distant future of genes and how they work is good enough, they could gene therapy his spine. Yes. To make his legs work. They could regrow him artificially a vertebrae and shove it in there. No, I think... You know what we're at, I think we're closer of in terms of genes is this gene therapy thing. I think you can get gene therapy. I think they do it for like fixing things in your body. Like they take some of your stem cells yeah. and inject yeah. them and it helps you regenerate. Yep. So that could be the way they fixed you law. There you go. I think we're closer with that in terms of genes than we are than picking eye colour. Well, because that's okay to in quotation people. marks as well. Yeah. But to decide everything about your baby before it's born. Well, on um, <clears throat> on the Wikipedia, this says, the film's dystopian depiction of genoism has been cited by many bioethicists and laypeople in lay support people. of their hesitancy about or opposition to eugenics and the societal acceptance of genetic determinist ideology that may frame it. I should have read that sentence before I read it out Mm. because it's too long and I don't know if anyone got it. I didn't. People. But I wasn't really listening. Science people (laughs) and dumb people are quoting, referring to this movie when they're saying we shouldn't be able to choose the genes because it's just another layer of classism. Another yep. ism. Yep. Gino is on Montauk. And it would be other isms we have. I can't afford that, so... Yeah. In a 1997 review of the film for the journal Nature Genetics, molecular mm. biologist Lee M. Silver, sounds very Hollywood, yep. stated that Gattaca is a film that all genetic, oh, geneticists should see, if for no other reason than to understand the perception of our trade held by so many of the public at large. So he's saying, if you're a geneticist, watch this movie because this is what people think we do. Yeah, it's that meme. Geneticists, yes. what, what people we do, think I do, what, what I actually do, what do. my parents think I do. Yeah, and one of them is Jude Law. No, I actually Ethan do. Hawk. What so, people think I do, look at someone's dick while they're weighing and compliment. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in terms of an in score for the endurance. I don't know. It could still be made today, and I think it still stands up visually and story-wise today. So I actually think it's a four for endurance. Yeah. Separate to rewatchability. Like yes, it is, okay. It's endured, but I'm not going to watch it, it again. <laughs> it's, not, it's not how well it's made. If it's a good movie, it hasn't stood up. I yeah. think it has kind of stood up. Yeah. It's probably gone a bit more um, accepted over time. I don't know if that's the right word. I'll give it a three and a half. Okay. Now, N in De Niro is for nostalgia. 
You have more nostalgia about this than me. I do because I watched it in year 11 biology class. This is nostalgia and rememberability, how well we remembered the movie. Right. Um, I didn't, I remembered it was about genetics because it was in biology class. (laughs) I don't remember. I remember there was a guy in a wheelchair and that's about it. I don't remember it going to the moon or this double cross kind of which Jerome's which and blah. I don't remember the sex scene. Well, I don't remember the sex scene, but I watched it. The only time I've watched it is with two year 10 boys that I was tutoring. So that could have been awkward, the sex scene moment. So maybe I've blocked that from my memory. I only remembered little bits. No, I only remembered little bits and pieces of the movie. I remembered the general idea of genetic superiority and that Jude Law was in a wheelchair. I think that was about it. I remembered a couple of things. I remembered the spiral staircase because these kids, English teacher, that's why they were watching it, not for science but for English. I was going to say, I hope you're not tutoring them in science. No. The kids' English teacher had decided that, like, that was the thing in the movie, was like the symbolism of the spiral and the double helix of genes. Okay. So that was a thing that the kids had to, were going to refer to in their essay. Not just it was a design choice? No, no. Well, this is what English teachers do, is they pick they design do. choices and overanalyze they, they them. Didn't, if they didn't, they wouldn't have a job. No. Um, nostalgia. I don't really think it's nostalgic. I remember watching it, but I don't remember it. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. I, I can picture the classroom I was in and the desk I was sitting at and the teacher <laughs> I had and who I was sitting next to, but I don't remember that much about the movie. You picked this movie because when we did Flubber a couple of weeks ago, we read the Google reviews of kids who had to watch Flubber yeah. in science. So I, I think this is a little bit more relevant than Flubber for a high school science. At least I think it's could... more scientifically accurate. Yeah. I also but think... that's not... You know, Flubber didn't set the bar high. You could have an actual discussion on science and ethics... Yes. ...following this movie, which ethics isn't a big part of Flubber. No. Nor is accurate science. The only ethics about in Flubber aren't about the science. It's about... Stealing someone's fiancé. college or something. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, maybe, a th- maybe a three? Two for me. I'm going to give it a three. Impact. Well. My hawk. <laughs> my hawk. So that's a one. I like my hawk. So that's did, a one. Did this give people the idea of being a catfish? <laughs> I think people Do you reckon surely... somebody watched this and was like, I could pretend to be somebody I'm not online. I could pretend to be Jude Law. I could I could steal Jude Law's photos and they that could be me. He doesn't even then, look like him. I know. Then somebody on t- that was a pretty big plot hole for me. Yeah. Because even the photo that they compare it to, when it's like the photo of Jerome Morrow kind yeah. of looks like Ethan Hawke mixed with Jude Law. On their little shit screen. Yeah. Yeah. But the picture of a Jerome Morrow doesn't actually look like Jude Law. It's mm. like this eye nose part of Jude Law, but the rest of Jerome Morrow's picture is Ethan Hawke's chin. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's like Jude Law took a photo and moved his mouth to try and look like Ethan Hawke. Yeah. But that photo would already have been on file of Jude Law. Exactly. Impact. My I haven't really had any like impact on anything. Well, it's a little bit of impact on um, the discussion around genetics. Well, if you're saying then people use this movie as a talking point of that, it has that. Does it have that impact on that discussion? Yeah. Well, a I'm going to give it a two of an impact. One for my hawk, and one for that guy told all geneticists to watch it. Okay. And now you talk about it in terms of genes in year 11 science. I'm going to give it a two as well. R in De Niro is for rewatchability. Mm-hmm. 
I am going to give it a one. A one. It's not tense enough for me to watch it again for the suspense. Neither. Suspenseful movies need to be very suspenseful for me to watch them more than once. And I think that it's suspense... Like the one on your T-shirt here. And Rear Window is an excellent example, or anything Hitchcock, is an excellent example of doing suspense well enough that even though I know Tippy Hedren drives away through all those bird spoilers at the end of <laughs> The Birds, patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema. <laughs> yes. Even though I know she drives away with Mitch. Yeah. Every, when those crows are lining up with the rickety, 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 it's suspenseful. I'm suspenseful because she might die this time. Yeah. Even though I know she's not going to die. The rewatchability or the suspense isn't as, the suspense isn't, will Jerome get caught? It's a, well, it's a bit of that. It's more like, are they going to get him for killing that guy? There's two suspenses, and neither of them are strong. Two suspenders, yeah. Yeah. So just snapping off the pants. Yeah. They could snap off the pants at either moment, but they don't. The pants stay up, and he goes to tighten. Yeah. He could get caught. He does get caught, but then gets let go. He gets caught by a the detective running the case who's his brother, but lets him go. Oh, okay. He gets caught twice then, because he's caught by the doctor Uma. that's obsessed with his dick. Yeah. And Thri- by Uma. And thrice. Thrice. Yeah. And he's almost caught by Alan Arkin. Yeah. But Alan Arkins, I don't. Alan Arkin just didn't gave up. But then it was like, yeah. oh, Gore Vidal did it. Case over. Bye. We, yeah. They didn't even go. He, he killed him because he wanted to do the thing. Done. Did they arrest him? I, I assume so. I, it's murder. I assume they arrested him. Alan Arkin arrested him, not yeah. Jude Law. Um, not Ethan Hawke's brother. No, because yeah, Ethan Hawke had to go swimming. And he's he like backed away out the thing. Like I have to go now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bye. It was and very weird. The scene where it's just like, he did it. Yeah. I'm like, great, thanks. Now where's Ethan Hawke? And everyone is like, oh, well, that's done. But the brother's like, no, it's not done. And they're like, I have to meet him. He's like, yeah, it is done, actually. Yeah. What Do you have some personal interest in this case? Yeah, other than you think he's stealing Uma Thurman from you? Yeah. Um, re- I, I think a one when, for a rewatchability when as well. Ti- when he goes to Titan, do you yeah. reckon she hooks up with the brother? Nah, she hooks up with Jude Law. Oh, no, he's dead. Yeah, Jude Law <laughs> is incinerated. Do you reckon she hooks up with the brother? Because no. he is the genetically superior version of Ethan Hawke. But did the parents choose how good his dick was? And to bring up the <laughs> Did the parents choose his charm? Because it's his charm that wins her over. When mm. he goes, oh, the hair blew away in the wind. <sighs> How charming. Mm. Speaking of Uma, I saw a meme. Ah, oh, the weekly meme. This was a Batman Forever meme. Or was it a Batman and Robin meme? Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin Batman. meme. It's, um, but it's not with Bane. It's Poison Ivy and Dr. Freeze. Right? The best. I still be, I still be chill. Yeah. Chill. Chill. <laughs> it's, he wanted to cool the planet and she wanted to regrow the forests, but we're meant to side with the rich billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, how that is not getting a good score on the endurance scale. Rewatchability though. There's so many anyway. memes about how you watch a comic book movie and you start to side with the villain. Yeah. Like you start to go, oh, actually, he's making a good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or she, think, but there's no real I can kind of see she. their side of the story there. Yeah. I said he. I know I should have used a gender neutral pronoun, but in all of history, Catwoman. Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. And in the, the there's only two in all of the Marvel 25 movies. Right. And one of them is half a goodie anyway. Okay. Scarlet Witch is a baddie in Doctor Strange. And Kate Blanchett is a baddie in the Thor one. Oh, right. Yeah. Hella. Um, Anyway. It's not tense enough to watch again as a suspense movie. And it's also just not that good of a movie to rewatch it again. But also the commentary of the movie is not deep enough that if I watch it again, I'll be like, oh, that's what they mean. Oh, I get it. He was 
he wasn't really him. He was pretending to be Jerome. But you don't have to root for it because he goes, I am not Jerome. No, I mean the, oh, he's getting treated differently, so differently because he's genetically inferior. That's not hidden. No, because he explains it yeah. out for you. In a, in a 45 in a, minute flashback. and out. One. One. Yeah, one from each of and us. It's, and it's boring. Yes. Yeah. Some other things. Remove. The producer of this movie is obviously a lover of genetics. Danny DeVito. Yeah. I looked at him like, what the fuck? Clearly he did twins and he was like, fuck this genetics thing. There's something about this genetics <laughs> thing. So the next script that passed his desk that had genetics in it is yeah. like money, done. Mm. There's all my penguin money going into this. Going into that, yeah. What a waste. He bombed. It bombed. It is a waste. Pick another movie, Danny. That's why he's still being... It's in. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. He needs the fucking money to make up for this bomb. <laughs> he's got to get the money back. I don't know how much money he's making on that either. Anyway. That's the why, music's good. That's why Maya Hawke's been forced into Stranger Things <laughs> to pay off the debts of uh, her parents. Oh, Uma's, Uma's fine. Uma yeah, made her money fine. back this same year with Batman and Robin. That's true. <laughs> And when was Pulp Fiction? Before or after this? Before. Okay. Well, then she made it again with Kill, Kill Bill. Bill. Uh, and then and Ethan, my super girlfriend or whatever it is. Ethan's in something recently. Movie. Yeah, probably. Oh, that one with that thing with the face. Okay. The poster is that creepy guy with the face, like a horror Oh, thing. the black phone. That black phone. Which is apparently shit. Oh, I thought it was good. Mm, oh, oh, and Moon Knight. Oh, Okay. Marvel, so there's some money. There you money. go. There's Marvel money. He's been nominated for four Academy Awards. There you go. Could you tell me? One's for Boyhood. Two Golden Globes and a Tony. One's for Boyhood. I can't... Oh, Training Day? Training Day. Oh, yeah. Wait, should we not do this? Should I just say he's top four? I know for the... Boyhood, <laughs> Training Day. Yep. That's it. That's all I can name. Uh, oh, Best Adapted Screenplay. Oh, that's why. For Before Sunset and Before Midnight. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, the music's good. Yes. The set's good if it's plain, but meh. Like it's all right. It's meant to be plain, I think, but yeah, yeah it's good. Um, it's a good example of the Clark Kent effect in real life, even though this isn't real life. Yes. <laughs> Flashback's too long. The kids that are cast as the young brothers mm. are well cast yeah i just don't think that they look enough alike for this whole thing to really stand out no i think even jude law and ethan Hawke looks alike more alike than the brothers yeah um Mind but you, i think it would be a very different movie if they didn't do the whole i'm not jerome at the start then it would be... A, At the very opening credits. Yeah. And the 40-minute flashback. Then it would be a very different thing. But there has to be... Uh, so then that makes the suspense, he's going to get caught for killing, but why is he so desperate he looks, to not get caught? He looks suspicious, so you think he's killed him. Because he's all nervous about getting caught the whole time. So you think he's killed him, but it's not that he's killed him. It's that he's been a fraud. So Jude Law comes in halfway through. Yeah. So the first half suspense is, is he going to get caught for killing him? Yeah. Or we think he's killed him because that's why he's acting sus. Yeah. Uma gets his hair because she's sus on him maybe yeah. for killing. Yeah. But then we realise, twist, he's acting sus because he's actually not Jerome. Yeah. Other twist... She gets his genetic profile because she wants to have his babies, not because she's sus on him. Then you don't need the third twist of the detective's his brother. Yeah, although the brother needs to be there to show the genetic superior version. But you could do that and do the flashback of the parents at the end. So the start, you could still explain what Gattaca is and the yep. whole idea that people now genetically design their children. Yes. Then you save time on the 40-minute flashback and then half of it at the end is, oh, you've always been jealous of me, blah, blah, blah. And then we're like, oh, my God, it's his brother. Yeah. And to show the genetic inferiority, Uma and Ethan are competing to go the 
will both want to go to Titan, but Uma's never going to go because she's got the dodgy heart. Yeah. But then we find out he's really not Jude Law, mm. and he's got a dodgy heart. Yep. And then his brother. It's also a comment of you can have we all just the good, rewrite the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's becoming a regular segment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's also a comment of you can have all the good genes in the world, but if you don't work for it, you're not going to get it. Because short, yes. because Gattaca is a higher position than detective. Well, yeah, they made that clear. Yeah. Flat foot. Even though the guy in the wheelchair insults <laughs> someone about their feet. I don't like. Yeah. Mm. Flat foot. If that was a detective, and the Jew law goes flat foot, go well. At least I can use mine. He's the detective. He's the detective brother from Breaking Bad. I thought he looked familiar. Yeah, he's a DEA agent. He always plays mm. asshole cops. That's. I think. Yeah. He's in something else. I think we've seen recently. Oh, uh, have you watched Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? I think he was in that anyway. Uh, very I've watched random. a couple of episodes of that. Not then. You haven't probably seen it anyway. I want more Zoe's. Unforgettable playlist or whatever. Extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. No, I want more done. of that. It's done. When I saw the ads for that, I was like, that nah, shit ass. Yeah, I'm no like, interest this, I was like, this idea sounds stupid. And then I watched the first couple of episodes and I was, I was really annoyed because Zoe was the only non singer cast in the film, other than Mary Steenburgen. Oh, Mary Steenburgen. But we love Mary Steenburgen. Yeah. Bergen, whichever one you say. Bergen. Why would you not cast Zoe as a singer? But anyway. Then I actually really liked it. It was actually quite good. Other than Does it would score high on the cry, wouldn't it? We've yeah. We've talked a lot about it. They didn't do the gender thing well. The pronouns no. were not great. But no, that's anyway, not what we're talking about. That's a separate discussion. It's a whole separate podcast. Um I Not Too Distant Future is a good time yes. to set it. Yes. Because they cloned Dolly the Sheep in nineteen ninety six. Uh-huh. So they were getting closer and closer to fully sequencing the human genome. They did mm-hmm. it in 99, I think. Yeah, sure. Um, and so this was, there was more and more talk about genes and cloning and genetic modification and stuff. So the not too distant future was a realistic setting for it. Yep. I just don't think it's, it's, it's a good idea and it's an interesting concept. I just don't think they made it as well as they could have, which I think I've said about a few movies we've done. Yeah, we do have fairly high standards. My husband calls me a movie snob, but I just have high standards for films. I just want to enjoy the movie I'm watching and not, I nearly fell asleep. If I want to pay $3.99 to hire something, I didn't, or watch ads on SBS to watch something. Yeah. I want it to be good. Yeah. This wasn't, it was all right. This wasn't good. I might give it though, overall score... I'm giving it a two overall. Yeah, yeah, same. We've agreed a lot in this one. Yeah. I'll give it a two overall. Okay. So. Out of 100. Out of 100. What did Gattaca get? Gattaca got a total of 37.5. It's not the worst we've done. No. So that puts it pretty much, um, that puts it fourth in between Tootsie and Mental. What have we done? Six. Uh, we have now done seven, so smack bang in the middle. In the middle. All right, we're going to look at some Google reviews. I think this is quite a divisive movie, so that will be interesting. Uh, and then I'm going to do some trivia on what we are doing next after a short break so we can get our two drink second. Yay! Drink. Cheers. Two drink cinema! The footy Cheers. Last night. Cheers. Back. We are back and we have reviews. This one's a long one, all right? So I'm just going to pick some bits out of it. It's a one star. It's it's all over the shop. <laughs> Finally saw this movie 24 years late, and it definitely nails a lot of things that are about to happen today. The movie is about tracking everything a person does. That's not what it's about. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Although, okay, the review is, I missed the point of the movie, so I didn't like it. Although one man sneaks by with the identity of another person under their noses. It's highly unlikely for the man to not get caught as he is always sneaking things into the workplace and in a future with such tight security this would never have worked which makes the story pretty darn stupid. Um, I'd give it a 5 out of 10. I've seen... <laughs> oh no! I've seen way worse movies, but from a sci-fi perspective and many other movies that do an exceptionally better job in many other ways, this just doesn't do it for me. 
I give it one star to try to drop the rating, not that it will make any difference. <laughs> this is the worst movie I've ever seen that is rated over a 7 on IMDb. Oh, okay. So he's given it a one star on Google, yeah. said he'd give it a 5 out of 10, and then said, I give it a one star. Right. As well as not actually understanding the movie. Brayden uh, was a fan, five stars. Best film I've ever seen. The part where they're swimming out into the ocean gets me every time. Ethan Hawke was my sexual awakening, even though you spelled his name wrong. So throw him in a movie with Jude Law and boom, best movie ever. Must see. No real comment on the story. No. Um, Do you want the one that doesn't understand how a rating system works or the one that... (laughs) Oh, the one where the person can't write. They were always good. This movie is very inappropriate. Okay. I'll I'll spell it for you. I-N-A-P-R-O-P-R-Y-T. Yeah. My three-year-old was watching this. He said, why man go in furnace? I started to cry horrible movie. 14 people found this helpful. Chioma said... This movie gave me goosebumps the entire time. I was sweating anxiously. It kept me on my toes. It was that good. My favourite character is Garome, Jude Law's character. He played <laughs> Jude, his Jude role. Law's character. Yeah, he played his role extremely well, just like the rest of the actors. Mm. Um This one. It was my fave movie. The dramatic irony is amazeballs. The overall cinematography was awesome, Source. One star. (laughs) Fucking hell. One out of one. Uh, Hey, Lee. Yep. What are we doing next week? Oh, shit, that's a good question. Okay. Alrighty, what are we doing next week? What are we doing? This film was released on the 22nd of April, 1942. Okay. Okay? Yeah. It... Had a budget of seven hundred and eighty thousand dollars. That's not almost a forties. And grossed one point two million dollars. That's not a lot. All right, forty-two. <clears throat> I know Casablanca was in forty-two. Mm, I reckon Casablanca grossed more than one point eight million. That's what I'm thinking. One point two million. It is a spy thriller film. Mm. Okay, just trying to find a little trivia. Stars Robert Cummings and Priscilla Lane and Otto Kruger. I've never heard of those people. Uh, It was directed... I'll just go for the director. Yeah. Directed by Alfred Hitchcock. Oh. 42. Mm. Suspicion? No. Uh... There's not much more I can tell you, actually. I quite Uh... like this movie. It goes for 109 minutes. Great. Um, <laughs> Universal. Universal. Hitchcock was under contract by David O. Selznick, so he yep. first pitched the idea for the film to him. Selznick gave the okay for a script to be written, assigning John Houseman to keep an eye on its progress and direction. Got rejected by Selznick's story editor. Yeah. Okay. And it was called Extremely Offbeat. So Selznick forced Hitchcock to offer it to other studios. 42. Blackmail. Gary Cooper was uninterested. No. Barbara Stanwyck had other commitments. He settled on Robert Cummings, who had a new contract with Universal, while Priscilla Lane was borrowed from Warner Brothers, although her scenes had to wait while she finished Arsenic and Old Lace. Oh. Um, Saboteur. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Which is a little bit out there. It's a little bit right. um, obscure. It's either that or romper stomper. How do you spell saboteur? S a b o t o t u r. It's going to be a hard six degrees. You can watch it on Stan. God, I haven't seen any of these people. In Australia, you can watch it on Stan. Cool. All right. Uh, or rent it in the usual places. Three ninety nine to rent is a lot of money. Also, Apple TV. It's six ninety nine. Too much. Yeah, why wouldn't it? Interesting. All right. Okay. Um, wow. So we've got to get from Gattaca to Hitchcock. All right. 
Going to Koenig okay. Hitchcock for our six degrees. A few moments later. Oh, this is a... Uh, oh, I've got one if we want to count it. Right, yeah. A piece of music by Bernard Herman was in <laughs> Kill Bill. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Wasn't written for Kill Bill. Though. Yeah, you could. I don't know. One eternity later. Has Jack Nicholson been in a movie with John Travolta or Bruce Willis? Jack Nicholson, Bruce Willis, John Travolta. But Deborah Winger was in Terms of Endearment. I'm pretty sure that's Deborah Winger. Well, hang on. Jack Nicholson was in Batman with the Alfred that was in Batman with Uma Thurman. Who was? Alfred from Batman, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson was in ba- Batman. Batman. Okay, so... That Alfred so, was in Batman and Robin. So Uma so, Thurman to Alfred, okay, which we've used so, two weeks in a row. <laughs> Uma Thurman... <clears throat> To Alfred the Butler. Yep. To Jack Nicholson. No, hang on. Uma Thurman to Arnold Schwarzenegger to Jamie Lee Curtis to Janet Lee to Alfred Hitchcock. But this is quicker. Okay, I'm not sure about that. It's Uma Thurman to Alfred to Jack to Shirley to Hitchcock. It's only six, five things. Uma Thurman was in Gattaca, who was in Alfred... Who was in Batman and Robin with Alfred the Butler. The Butler, not Alfred the Hitchcock. Who was in Batman with Jack Nicholson. Yep. Who was in Terms of Endearment with Shirley MacLaine. Who was in The Trouble with Harry, directed by Alfred Hitchcock, who made Saboteur. You got five names there? Yep. I've got five names. Uma Thurman was in Batman and Robin with Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was in True Lies with Jamie Lee Curtis who is the daughter of Janet Leigh, who is in Psycho with Alfred Hitchcock, who directed Saboteur. Yeah, but mine's better because it's actually in movies rather than birth. Births. Gosh, that was... Was Jamie Lee Curtis not in anything with Janet Leigh? I don't think so. Not that I can think of. I know Janet Leigh didn't make many movies. No, Hitchcock ruined her, apparently. Yep. And not... she, She wasn't the only one. Um... I don't... I think I've used up enough both, of my brain. But both very successful daughters. Yep. Like Janet Lee, only one big role, but Jamie Lee Curtis has done very well. Tippi yeah. Hedren, only one very big role, but Melanie, Melanie Griffith's, Griffith's done very done well. Ryan, who Antonio then had Banderas Johnson. has done better. There you go. There you go. Has Dakota Johnson been in anything with Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke? Anyway. <laughs> Jude Law, Kate Winslet... Is there someone really old on Titanic? That old lady, yeah. But yeah. Kathy Bates. The captain. She's old. She wasn't in a Hitchcock. No. Nah. Anyway. We've both done it in five. There you go. It's a draw. And I've used enough of my brain today. Okay. All right. Do your own top four for the people we don't know from Saboteur. <laughs> yes. Do your top four of... I forgot her name. Oh, come on. Top four Hitchcock. We've done right. it before, but let's see. Top four Hitchcock. Okay. Will be... I didn't choose a Hitchcock because you're wearing a Hitchcock shirt, by the way. Okay. I just saw it on my list. Well, that one's obvious, the first one. Surely. Surely. It's got to be in there somewhere. Um, after that, it's a struggle. <laughs> Not a struggle to think of movies, but a struggle to think, to think of... what might be up there. Yeah. Um... Well, because this is part of the fun of the game, is we don't know what the algorithm of IMDb is. You're cheating. No, I'm not cheating. I've got four. All right, one, two, three. I'm just not sure about the fourth one. And All I right. might change it out for something. Five, four. No, that'll do. Okay. All right. Let me see on IMDb, Alfred Hitchcock. Let's have a look. Damn it. Oh, have you looked it up? Yeah, I've got it. Ready? Oh, okay. Number one Alfred Hitchcock movie is Psycho. Psycho, got that. Got that one. Oh, are you serious? I thought about putting this other one. The second one is North by Northwest. Oh, that's also a good one. I didn't have that in any spot. I didn't have that either. The third one is Vertigo. Which I almost put, 
but took out for one that's not there. Which I put in second. Well, you win. The th- what was that? Vertigo. Because I've looked. Is third, and the fourth one is Rope. I had Psycho, The Birds, Rear Window, and then I was tossing up between the last one between Vertigo and The Man Who Knew Too Much. Oh, okay. Because I thought if I put The Man Who Knew Too Much, he made two of them, so I can claim <laughs> either of them. And I thought, oh, could I be a bit funny and put Rope? Yeah. But I didn't. But you didn't. And I, if I had of, I would have won. I put Psycho, Vertigo, Rear Window, and Dial M for Murder. Oh, that's mm. a good one. Mm. It's a shame that wasn't released in 1942 because that's probably better than Saboteur. It might be. Who knows? Well, I guess we'll find out next week. This week we're watching Saboteur. Thank you for listening to another episode of To Drink Cinema. We'll be back next week. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Lee. Cheers. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod.